Hey, what's up? It's Laura Landers, and you're listening to the Live Sick, Die Ill podcast. And today we're talking about my hair transformation. We're talking about more than just my hair transformation, but I have to tell you, it was quite the growth story. Uh, It would just be a shame if I didn't tell you about it, because it was honestly very revolutionary. And I... I um I almost considered having Jordan on for this episode because he was a huge part of it, but I think this is a good solo episode to take you along the journey with me. If you're not already following the Live Sick Die Ill podcast on Instagram, please do so. That's where we update you with all the info of what's going on here with the podcast, what episodes are coming up, and there's tons of fun memes and just interactive captions. I'd love for you to join me on there. Um, you can also follow me on my Instagram my personal Instagram at it's Laura Landers. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Last week, I thought it would be a great idea to buy a pair of shears. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be one of those moments where I'm just going to be laughing at myself the entire episode. Um, If you're watching this on YouTube right now, I have platinum blonde hair and I have never been blonde my entire life. I have been box dyeing my red, my hair red, since I was a senior in high school. So it's been 11 years of being a redhead. My entire adult life is is quite crazy. Um, I had a lot of reasons why I didn't want to go blonde, um, even though deep down I always wanted to. There's there's a, a deeper uh, <laughs> point to this than just hair color. I promise. Um, and I'm turning 30 in like four months and I figured like how fun would it be to be blonde for my 30th birthday? Um, that's just one of the surface level things, of course. But last week I bought a pair of shears because California was going back into lockdown. Um, hair salons were going down, uh, locking down again. My hair was just getting a little too long because I like to keep it shorter. Right now it is actually a little too short and I'm going to tell you why that's where this whole story stems from so i wanted it started about it started out with a simple haircut cue music it was too long and i needed a change and i put my faith in my husband to cut my hair and on a tuesday night i thought to myself We only have one hour until our Zoom neighborhood group meeting with our church. We should cut my hair now. End music. It was tragic, to say the least. What an idiot I was, but I'm glad I did it. So I thought, hey, I need someone to cut the back of my hair because I can't reach the back of my hair and I'll just cut like the fronts and the side of my hair. Um, And originally we had our friend lined up to do this for us and... Um, our schedules just wouldn't really allow it and it just wasn't really working out and I wanted it done now and I'm not really an impulsive person. In fact, I take a lot of time researching things out before I do it. Um, I even researched the best shears for the price at Sally Beauty Supply right around the corner so I could just walk there and get it. Um, Like I researched these things. I researched this YouTube video on how to cut the back of your hair for a blunt bob. Like, I know that I would do a really good job at cutting someone's hair. I'm not a professional. 
but I know I would do a good job because I just got a steady hand. I've got good hand-eye coordination. I just am weirdly good at that stuff. And um, I put my faith in Jordan thinking he was the same. And he told me three or four times that he was not going to be good at this. He was like, I'll do it, but I shouldn't. (laughs) And I weirdly was putting a lot of faith into that. I don't know why. Um, because most of the time I like to think that I realistically view a situation in front of me before I go into it. And maybe it's because, I don't know, for those of you who are married, maybe you like just see the realistic nature of your spouse. And so you just think, or if you're not even married, if you're in a relationship and you're just like looking at your, your partner, your spouse, and you're like, most of the time they wouldn't be able to do that. And you almost want to flip it 180 and think that they could do something that you probably know they can't just because you're tired of thinking negatively about them. It's a part of life. We all do it. So I thought I'm going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to have great faith in my husband to cut my hair, even though he told me multiple times he shouldn't. So I gave him like a point. I pointed to the back of my neck and I said, I want you to cut here. He said, okay. (laughs) And then he cut and, um, you know, we sectioned it out the way that the person on YouTube said to do it. And I looked, I looked in the mirror at myself across the room and I saw how short it was. And I gasped. I think I said, oh shit, this is so short. I was freaking out. But I was like, it's, it is, it is what it is. Like you cannot go back. So I just said, okay, match it, match it with the other side and let's just keep going. So he did. And then when it was my turn to get to the front part, um, (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm going to take this, I'm going to take this to the bathroom. (laughs) I'm like crying as I'm cutting my hair. Um, But I had so much expectation going into this before I started, which I don't know if that was, you you know how you just kind of sometimes do like an out-of-body experience that's just not like yourself whatsoever. That's what this was. And, um, I've never not had anyone cut my hair professionally, except for one time in fifth grade, I had like a senior in high school cut my hair and I cried. I cried a lot. And then here we are doing the same thing. So uh, I'm crying my hair, crying, cutting my hair in the bathroom. And um, our, our neighborhood group for our church on Zoom had begun. We're both part of it. And he had started it early. I was like 15 minutes late because I was I had to finish my hair. It was like, you can't not. It would be very distracting to the group. We just, I don't, I didn't want to do that. So um, I step out of the the bathroom when I'm done and I'm just crying. It was so short. I I looked hideous to myself. I really did. But that's, you know, when your hair is wet and it looks like a wet dog, it looks really bad. So I um, I was crying. I ended up getting my act together so we could be on Zoom. I put my hair in this tiny little ponytail on the back. It barely fit. And um, after the group, I, I had to, um, I was just weeping and I handed my phone to Jordan and I said, I am too embarrassed, which is funny because I don't really get embarrassed often. Um, and I only allowed myself to be embarrassed for a moment, which I think is really healthy. I handed my phone to Jordan and I said, I need you to text Dre. Dre's my hairdresser. Which, of course, if you cut your hair so badly, it's tragic. I mean, there was like a nick in my hair 
and it was too short. Like I couldn't look at, I, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror for however long it took to get into the salon. I cut my hair Tuesday night and I couldn't go into the salon until Thursday. So I didn't look at myself in a mirror and I had my hair in a very low ponytail for that long and I needed him to text her. I couldn't do it. And he did. And she responded very professional, which she could have chosen to be like, what the hell were you thinking? You're such an idiot. You should never cut your hair at home, let alone your husband, you know, and she didn't do that, which I'm thankful because I knew I didn't need her telling me that she didn't, but she could have, and she probably would have lost me forever, you know, um, especially cause I was in just utter despair at my hair, but I also knew it was just hair which is so funny. I feel like that's just part of life, right? Like I know we're listening to this podcast thinking like, oh Lord's going to have some point, you know, kind of like a church sermon. They give you this life example, but it, it ties into the Bible, you know, like I'm not doing that now. I'm not trying, um, but it very easily is connecting to the deeper issues in life. Most everything in life that seems like it's in despair is not the end all be all. It just isn't. It's just like hair. You can change it. It may be a little ugly to you for a minute until time happens and it grows out. So I was in such despair <laughs> that I was looking up extensions. I was committed to getting extensions. I was like, this is it. I'm getting extensions. I'm going to keep my hair red and get red extensions and just go back to long hair, which, you know, I had, I had the red long hair for 10 years. And then I had the short red hair for one year. So I was kind of bummed that I was going back to what I had been for free for 10 years because I just did a box dye. It's a semi-permanent red box dye and it cost me $7 a month to do. It was great maintenance. And since it was, I know for all the hairdressers that are listening, you're not happy with the box dye, but it wasn't permanent box dye. It was semi-permanent box dye. So my hair was always healthy, incredibly healthy. So healthy to the point that when I went in on Thursday, last Thursday to get my hair done, my hair was in such a amazing shape. It took the bleach so well, so well that everyone in the salon was surprised, but I wasn't surprised. Um, I've, I've always had healthy hair, even though, you know, they say, oh, box dye is the worst. Where's uh, my hair was great. So would I go back to it? I don't know. I love the blonde and I, I don't really feel like I should do box dye blonde. That kind of freaks me out. It's not a world I'm used to. Um, so I was going to do extensions and I was looking it up and it's just so expensive. So like, like the extensions that are good that your hairdresser is going to go get. And then the installation, you have to pay for the installation. So I was like, I'm not about to drop $800, $900 on extensions to just go back to long red hair. No freaking way, man. So, um, I was like, well, I've always wanted to go blonde. Like if my hair lit, like we had to do a test strand to see if my red hair lifted well when we bleached it and it did. Um, but I was like, before we knew that, I asked her, hey, if it lifts well, I've always wanted to go blonde. So let's just do blonde with extensions because this hair was just too short for me. Um, but I had yet to put makeup on and cut my hair without makeup. So if you're a man listening to this, actually, this is really key information to know. 
and Jordan was trying to tell me this, but I just was so upset. I wasn't listening. Um, he actually didn't say anything about the makeup, but he did say like, you just haven't styled your hair yet. Like it's, oh, it looks like a wet dog right now. Like you have to style it, but I just, I couldn't do it. But also I forgot that I didn't have makeup on. Um, I like the way I look without makeup, but when you don't like your hair, it's helpful to put makeup on and see if you can make it work. Um, and I feel like that would have helped then, um, but it didn't matter because I didn't end up getting extensions because my hairdresser is awesome and gave me a lot of confidence in the drama that the short hair brings. Um, and my hair grows so fast. Now, I'm not trying to make this like an all about my hair kind of podcast. It's more than the hair. It's it's. A lot of emotions happened, but I, I am an emotional person during this week. Um, but when I went into the salon and there was promise that the hair could be changed, I was laughing at the matter. It was now a laughing thing. I was laughing at the horrible haircut. I was laughing and it only took a day and a half um, because... I was finally able to see that there could be a solution. So I feel like the solution is all I really needed, but I needed to see the proof in the solution. Sometimes you can be told all day long that there is a solution, but until you really see it come to fruition, you can't believe it. So that was very helpful for me. Um, so we spent seven hours. Yeah. Yep. Seven hours the first day bleaching and toning my hair the first tone and there was still some like warm orangey red patches around my head that just didn't want to go all the way to blonde yet and so we didn't even cut it the first day we uh we ended that day and we had a Friday the next day that I was going to come in we had that scheduled and I showed Jordan my hair that night and it was on the more yellow side. It wasn't super platinum yet. It was just more of like a yellowy blonde, um, except for the roots were really platinum. It's just, you know, all over the place, but it was really getting there and it was exciting. It was really exciting and just, just staring at myself in the mirror and every time I pass in the mirror, I'm like, oh, she blonde. And it was just, um, it was really cool. Um, it was really cool because every time I looked at myself in the mirror as a blonde, I realized that for all the years that I wanted to go blonde, that I would just say it every now and then like, oh, I want to be blonde. Oh, I'd love to be blonde, but I'm just a redhead. You know, like, I, I'm not even a real redhead. I'm, I am like a light brown. Um, I always gave myself excuses to stop myself before I started. I didn't allow myself to try the blonde um, I had like blonde highlights when I was a, a like a kid, but that's because my mom was awesome and let me get my hair dyed like that. But I wasn't blonde. I was a brunette with like, you know, the chunky blonde streaks that were in. Um, and I just found that I gave so many excuses. I, I blamed the entertainment industry that I'm in. If I had platinum blonde hair, I wouldn't be cast as the unique redhead. Um, I mean, the the reason that I was a redhead in the first place was because 
you're at a dance competition when in, in, in high school, you just go to dance competitions every single weekend. You're in a sea of females, Fifth, not 50, sorry, 500 females around you all doing the exact same dance and you're just trying to get noticed so you can get called up on stage and get a scholarship. That's the whole point. And I was never getting noticed when I was a brunette and then I dyed my hair my senior year. And almost every single competition I went to, I got called up because I was talented. I just wasn't getting seen. So I wore a neon yellow and I had bright red hair and I got called up every single class and I got a scholarship and like the best scholarship, which is so funny because that holding on to that when I was 17, 18 kept me thinking that the red hair was going to give me success. I almost put my identity and my my potential success in my red hair because I did get success from it at one point, but just because I got it then doesn't mean it's still going to be the same now. In fact, I'm not in the dance world trying to win scholarships anymore, which is so funny that I held on to it for so long. And I, so I blame the dance industry or just the entertainment industry in general. I'm like, well, if I look too edgy, then I'm not going to get cast as like this wholesome commercial actor or whatever, right? I'm not even trying to be an actor, but, um, but the blonde, it's funny. The blonde, the editorial look, the edgy look is so me on an aesthetic level and to my core. And I never let it come out because I was just too attached to the red. I was too attached to what it had been in my past. Um, I'm almost verbally processing this now, which is hilarious. But um, I kind of knew this before. And I was just trying to like cope with that thought that I, I had to let myself be okay with the fact that I held on to red hair for a few reasons. Um, you know, that not only being the entertainment industry, but being that as an Enneagram four, if you will, um, I need to feel unique all the time. And being a redhead is the most rare hair color of all the hair colors, like the natural hair colors. And so I felt that if I dyed my hair red, I would feel more unique all the time. And I did. People would always come up to me and ask me about my hair. Is that real? And I lied to them. I said it was real because I so deeply needed to identify with being unique that I said it was real. I had to. This was, this was years ago. Um, over the past year or two or three, I'm able to tell people that I, it wasn't real hair because I was maturing and I was growing. And I was able to recognize that I am unique. It's not just my hair that has to show that. Um, and now I can just show my uniqueness in my style. It doesn't have to be my hair color. Funny stuff. So the second day that we went back to or that I went back to the hair salon, we spent three hours. Um, we re-lifted the areas that were too warm, that were still kind of orangey red. They lifted great and we toned and I was this ice princess all of a sudden. <laughs> it was amazing. And then we had to cut Jordan's haircut. I say Jordan's, it was Jordan and I, but you know, I just, for easy sake, it was Jordan's. So, oh man, it was, it's just, it was, it's so hard. Dre truly was like, we shouldn't, she was like, you should decide, but 
you would look great with the short haircut. It would be so dramatic. And I totally, I wanted the drama. So um, I'm so glad that I followed her advice and did that. Um, if I ever want to do extensions, I'll, I'll, I'll do extensions. They're not going anywhere, but um, my hair goes fast. There's really no point of getting extensions. In a month, it's probably going to be the length I want it to be. So, you know, $800 for one month isn't really worth it. And once it's styled and, and now that I was like, well, if I'm going to drop the money, I might as well make myself blonde. And once I did, oh my gosh, it was just honestly revolutionary. So we finished the haircut, which was hard. It was hard because I just, I felt, you know, I don't know if you feel this way, um, but with short hair, if you, if your face come, comes longer than your hair, you kind of feel like you've got this big head all of a sudden. And I actually have a small head. Like I literally have an extra small head in a motorcycle helmet. I've got an extra small head. <laughs> Jordan has an extra large head sized helmet. Isn't that so funny? So I have a small head and I still was viewing it incorrectly. I had this like hair head body dysmorphia if you will. And I know no one else thinks that. It was just something I had to go through. And that's when I had to trust Jordan and Dre and what they thought about the hair and just go with it and save some money, <laughs> which was helpful too. Um, that was a good deciding factor. Um, and then now here we are. It's, it's interesting how the social media world, um, makes you feel so good about yourself. I feel like back in the beginning days of social media, it was like, oh, you're just seeking validation. And at that point, we were just seeking validation because social media was so new. And now that social media has become community, it's more of a sincere, I don't feel like I'm being validated. I feel like I've got people celebrating my big life changes. And you get to also explain the reason why you do something and so they can hear your heart on it more than like at the beginning of social media when it was, you know, you're just posting a photo of yourself and helping people tell you you're pretty. And that also does, uh, that changes with age and maturity and time. But um, all in all, this has been a very awesome experience. I was telling Dre, when I saw her for the first time in the hair salon, I was like, I don't regret it. I am so glad that I had Jordan cut my hair and that I cut my hair. Um, because I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew that I wanted to experience an at-home DIY haircut. That's just something I wanted to do. And if I never did it because I was being too safe, I would have gone back to my old ways because something I've always dealt with in my life to myself is that I stop myself before I start. Always. Sometimes it's for the better because it's wisdom. Sometimes it's really not. Either it's just fear or I'm, it's laziness or I just have excuses, I, whatever the, the reason is. But this was something that I knew I didn't want to have stop me. I just wanted to do it. I wanted to have the experience. Um, something that's really big in my life is having the experience. So whether it's a good experience or a bad experience, 
this one definitely was taking a situation that I was excited about that quickly turned into a lemon. I got it turned into extraordinary lemonade. And it used to be pink lemonade and now it's just regular colored lemonade. <laughs> I did not have that planned, by the way. Oh, it's just too sweet. Get it? Sweet lemonade? All right, I'm done there. Okay, so that's all I have for you today. Um, I'm really thankful that I took the risk. It's just hair. Life is just hair. It'll grow back. And you can always change it. And if not, you can get a wig. <laughs> There's always ways. There's always ways. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Laura Landers. Feel free to follow me on the Live Sick Dial podcast. Feel free, please, to subscribe, like, review this podcast, leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment on our uh, on our Pinterest, excuse me, on our podcast Instagram, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace and Merry Christmas.